Welcome back to the MRAP, your favorite bi-weekly news wrap and talk show about life, the military, and everything in between. What's up, teammates, and welcome back to the back of the MRAP, because we're back. Uh, in the back. Doc Pelletier here with <laughs> Sergeant Willis <laughs> and Sergeant Dossel. It looks like last episode, the MRAP was hijacked by uh, some local drill sergeants, but thank you so much to Drill Sergeant Young, Drill Sergeant Richie, and to our producer, Specialist Honeyset, for uh, not destroying the place <laughs> and getting an episode on track for you guys. Um, did you guys listen to that? Yeah, I listened to it. Okay. I listened to every episode. Hey, I you know, I don't know if maybe there was disgruntledness and no i think like, it's I just very funny because <laughs> drill sergeant young um it, i mean in person has a i would say normal tenor to his voice but when he knew he was being recorded he was all around her and it right. was very crackly yeah and I, I thought that was kind of funny it's kind of like his western voice yeah that's not his drill sergeant voice not that's not yeah. not drill sergeant young i'm pointing at sergeant willis over here yeah when you get on the phone yeah the he does that phone, too. i i it honestly i don't even notice it yeah not a clue but apparently it's a thing because now that people have mentioned it to me i think about it after the phone call i'm like wait a minute did that actually happen turns out he uses a western cowboy vo voice and also will pace around the office and occasionally stop with his hand on his hip and just like do a very like I do pace. cowboy pose. It's actually hilarious Describe to watch. Describe a cowboy pose to me. Like, cause that's, I, I never knew like that, that was a, a thing. Like a pose of authority. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, and she's talking like old school Western. Yeah. Yeah. Like John Wayne. Like all you need yeah. are some spurs, like while you're walking that's, around. Your voice changes. <laughs> lots of things change. Lots, lots of changes with us. Um, I think this—it's been a little while since all three of us got together. Yeah, um, a little bit. Yeah. We don't have a special guest today because we're all special Catching in our up. own way. Yeah, you're right. Thank uh, you for pointing that out. Everyone's <laughs> unique. Everyone, so no one is. You know what's funny is—is is, uh, somebody told me once, uh, "You are unique, just like everybody else." Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's, <laughs> It, that's that's funny but yeah so lots have changed um we're in different places now we're seeing mm -hmm. different faces we don't share the same office uh we're gonna do some catching up back here because that's kind of what this 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 is about right it's it's about getting to know each other it's about getting to talk with each other and uh relating mm -hmm. so voices change things change seasons change mm -hmm. we're going into the fall here I love me some October. And yeah, we need to figure out some stereotypes when it comes to the fall. So let's just go straight into pumpkin season. Yeah. So do you do you do do you do pumpkin spice, Doc? Um on I will admit that I do it on multiple levels, but I don't drag it out. <laughs> I I will I've got pumpkin spice candles. Uh I will get pumpkin spice <laughs> Let me back up. It smells good because you, yeah, you laughed does. at that. <laughs> no, it does. I'm totally on board. I love pumpkin spice candles. Uh, I'll I'll grab a um, pumpkin spice latte from Starbucks once or twice. Um, I've I've run through about two or three different breweries pumpkin spice ale so far. Um, but I don't I don't drag it out. I'll, I'll do it 
and I'll get it out of my system and then I'll go back to to what I like. Have you had the pumpkin spice cold brew yet? No, you know what? Honestly, I haven't even jumped on the cold brew express yet. I'm uh, way behind there. the power curve on that. You have so, got to get there. Um, one of the other recruiters that we have, uh, sort of stump. He, I went and picked up like a nitro cold brew something for him one time. And he made it sound like it was the biggest deal. And I was like, well, I don't, okay, fine. I, I got it for him. I gave it to him. And the next time I was there, I was like, okay, I'll try it. It's just cold coffee. There's no, nothing no, no. special about it. If you get just it. like the nitro cold brew is supposed to be like smoother or whatever. But if you get the ones with it that are like filled with sugar and then have cream on top of it, it's okay. great. Yeah. I don't know. I drank it and I was I'm, like, this is literally, I, I could do this at home. Just make coffee, put it in the fridge. Boom. Nitro cold brew. <laughs> yeah. I've yeah. never had it. Yeah. It's not worth it. All that. you got to do is just go to Starbucks, try the pumpkin spice, spice cold brew. It's pretty good. I'm, I'm not really a pumpkin like i don't have anything against it it's just nothing that i like seek out hmm. i think you know i'm not like oh there's a new pumpkin spice thing i have to try it yeah like, i'm just like if i if i am eating it or drinking it or i don't know how you eat pumpkin spice but um in so, danishes so you muffins. have you have an aversion to trendiness is, is this what i'm i'm hearing here i get well partially because i just don't keep up with trends anyway right so slightly because of the serious lack of social media that I have in my life, I, the trends go right past me. Something will be popular and then unpopular before I even know it existed. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Caroline keeps me up to date on that, but. Everything's pumpkin right now. Mm -hmm. um, which which kind of sucks because I love pumpkin pie, but there's a point where you look at it and you go, well, I'll have a slice of pumpkin pie, but I don't want to be trendy. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big fan of pumpkin pie anyway. Really? No, not really. Worst thing I've ever heard. I, I think I will um, blame it on a really awful experience that I had. My grandmother, bless her heart, she was sweet. She really tried to cook, but there were several really bad attempts. Mm. Pecan pie also was nearly ruined for me. Really? I love me some pecan pie. Because we had a pecan pie one year that was like watery. She forgot Ooh. the eggs or something bad but yeah there was a bad pumpkin spice here and i think just as a child i could never get past that barrier anymore so i've just grown up not really not really caring for it <laughs> i i will be the outcast and say uh pecan just for the people that are listening who pecan who say it that way okay you um, can make yourself the outcast that's fine <laughs> yeah it's normally what you do so I mean. <laughs> so pumpkin trendy i i i hit it pretty hard with Coldstone, the mm -hmm. ice cream place, right? Coldstone mm -hmm. Creamery has a pumpkin flavored ice cream. And uh, my, my wife was away coordinating and, and participating in a bachelorette party. Um, so it was me and the kids and it was a Saturday mm -hmm. and I didn't feel like cooking. So we went to Goldstone for so dinner. So ice cream for dinner. Yeah. No, don't judge me. We, we went to Goldstone for dinner. Yeah. I'm they they hooked up whatever, you know, M&Ms and gummy worms and, you know, crossing flavor boundaries that kids do. But I saw the pumpkin ice cream and was like, okay, mental note, let's go check out the toppings. Oh, they've got crushed graham cracker. They've got marshmallow. Boom. I'm making my pumpkin pie ice cream. <laughs> so you... Do you do marshmallows on your pumpkin pie? 
Uh, I'm more of a whipped cream. Whipped cream yeah. I was yeah. gonna say that's where that's where I'm at. Is, and not out of the can. I don't do homemade. that. I gotta do either homemade or like the cool whip. No. Oh. Cool whip. No, dude. I got. <laughs> I. I gotta go with can. Really? There's satisfaction. Uh, there's the whoosh, and you could you could do whippets. <laughs> yeah. After the I was gonna. I was waiting for the, the drug um, aspect to kick in. I do not endorse anybody doing whippets. Kids, do not look that up. <laughs> if it's a dance move, you shouldn't do it. Yeah, yeah, it's Devo, right? Well, I don't even know what it's that means. Devo, would be good. All right, Sorry. moving on. Another, moving on. Another old man reference. Golly, you gotta um, look that one up. You gotta start tallying them. Is it the whip it, whip it real good? Is that it? Kind of. Yeah, you're kind of. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I'm sure if I listen, I'm sure if I listen moving to the song, on, I would. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so we got our pumpkins out of the way. Has anybody gone pumpkin picking yet? No, I was going to this weekend, this past weekend, but then I ended up sewing stockings instead. But okay, yeah, um, no, I I think for like the sewing stockings for like the local orphans or what? What are we doing? Just here? whoever, whoever I want to give them to this year. What an extreme life you live! <laughs> I know <laughs> pumpkin patches uh, or stockings. Yeah, those are your options for the weekend. Yep, that pretty much explains it. But no, I I've never like we've never been that into carving pumpkins. Do you carve pumpkins with your kids? We do, but they don't they don't last very long. No. And uh, we had a traumatic experience oh, about no. two years ago because you know carve it, put it outside, uh-huh, and then it rots. On the porch. Starts to rot a little bit, but the more traumatic experience was the local squirrels that <laughs> now had something to eat. Oh, yeah. No. So of course they go for my youngest pumpkin first, uh-huh. and like totally just like ripped up the face of the pumpkin and everything and so she's the, the one that's a little more sensitive, more sensitive. To yeah. Life. <laughs> yeah yeah so you know i tried to set up some sort of defensive posture for my pumpkins <laughs> by mm-hmm. uh putting hot sauce into the pumpkin okay where they where the squirrels were eating sure and now you know Did it work? they don't they don't care no. right it. so i'm curious <laughs> if because apparently, and and I mean, somebody will have to do their own research on this. I probably should have before I say it, but whatever. Um, apparently, cats can't taste hot. No, that's true. Okay. I've seen it too. Yeah. So I wonder if it's the same for squirrels. They just okay. can't taste hot. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. We'll have to. We'll we'll find our local expert and see. If yeah, our, our squirrel, local squirrel do, expert. <laughs> hey Siri, squirrels taste hot. <laughs> Recipe for squirrel. No. <laughs> so, uh, what other trends are in the fall? Flannels. Yes. I love me a hundred percent. Oh my Dude. gosh, Master Argumento. I. Uh, he's a flannel <laughs> king. Okay. In his defense, that dude was probably wearing flannels back like in the eighties and nineties. Flannels yes. and shorts. Yes. Um, One of our. It's, it's just come back around again. Yeah. Mm. Every time. Every time I've seen him, and he's not in uniform, he's in a flannel. Right. Even in, in shorts. the summer. Yeah. Yeah, flannel and shorts. In the Summer, or even in the winter. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he, he told me that he bought a pair of pants and I asked him what was wrong. <laughs> because that's not what, normal. What do you need that for? Mm-hmm. It's a um, significant life change for him. I've got, I've got flannels that I I still wear that I, I bought back in high school in like the early mm-hmm. 90s. So. Those are the best ones. Yeah. They got like a hole in the elbow or something. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no. He takes very good care of these things. Flannels are definitely a, a permanent these item. Aren't wor- on my no, these aren't working flannels. You gotta remember, I'm from the Northeast. I'm not. I'm not from like Midland. 
I would expect you to like go out and chop wood in your flannels then from the Northeast. Yeah. No, that's not it. Wow, what a disappointment. Or Man's never touched an axe in his life. <laughs> yeah, I hate, I hate people to cut uh, yeah, no, it's definitely a permanent item on my Christmas list. Flannels. Flannels? Yeah. Yeah. So it's time to start breaking those out. Mm-hmm. Um, Dostal, I'll have to ask you if, as a female, you fall into what I like to call the Han Solo look that females uh-huh. typically don around this this season. Okay, remember that I have never seen a full Star Wars movie. Uh, and okay. then rephrase the question. Okay. <laughs> so do you wear high brown boots? Like, uh, usually, um, no, no, maybe, not maybe knee high. Oh no, high, yeah, you like the right, yeah. and then like a pair of jeans uh, tucked into the boot mm-hmm. with uh, some sort of dark vest and a white shirt underneath it. Or I, I think we're getting uh, an yeah. image pulled up we're here. I call this the Han Solo look. I would say, yeah, that yeah. sounds like me. I mean, I basically live in jeans yep. and boots. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's me. That that happens. Yeah. I, well, I don't have a black vest, but I do have a dark green one. <laughs> uh, Caroline definitely does. Oh yeah, she, she does. Totally the does. She does. She, she waits. She loves those boots that she has. So yeah. she waits until it's like this time of year, and she's like, "It's time." Yeah. yeah. Me too. No, it's like yeah. all I wear. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My general sentiments surrounding fall are. It's the best time of the year, like, because before, after Christmas, everything is just like, I'm over it. Like the cold is, I'm oh, done with yeah. it. Like the okay. snow is no longer needed. Like it's October to December are the golden months for me. I don't like the summer that much. I don't hmm. particularly like early spring. I Fall is it. <laughs> See, fall is a lead up for me. Fall, I can I can go into <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Fall, I, I go into full mode for Thanksgiving. I love Christmas. You know, I, I I get holidays and the air's changing. You know, and it starts to it's snowing up in the mountains now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was up at Estes Park this past weekend for um, you know some shopping and things that that one of my kiddos wanted to do on her birthday, and it was snowing in Estes Park. So it's the lead-in. For me to to know that like ski season's here mm. um, every Monday, mountains every Monday, yeah. <laughs> mountain Monday. There you go. There we yeah, go. I we just, just created, created that. It. You can have that. <laughs> uh, what's your take on the season, Sergeant Willis? Um, so I hate cold. I don't enjoy being cold whatsoever. Boo! But get out of Colorado. I like what are you doing snow. Here? What? Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I do. I I enjoy snow. I like the look of like like the feel of the season that we're we're going into. I just don't like being cold. Right. Um, so, so you like to stay inside and look at the snow, absolutely. but you're not the type to actually go sledding or like. Uh, no, I'll do it. I just gotta. I don't think you realize like when I go into whatever it is that I'm doing, I go all out like with the gear that I use. If I'm gonna go snowboarding, like. I don't, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, I think it might be a little chilly today, but I don't think I need my big jacket. No, it's all coming with me. I can, I got layers. And <laughs> yeah. so I'm ready like for it from the Christmas story. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready for any five degree change. He's the only one of us that grew up here in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he appreciates it the least. Well, 
Probably, right? I've seen um, it change. You take you take it for granted because yeah. you, you've always had it. I'm not saying you take it for granted. Um, but, like, my experience with what I considered cold, when then I got out here, yeah. the, the difference between cold plus humidity yeah. versus mm-hmm. just snowy and sunny it's yeah really, dude like <laughs> iowa cold is like it'll smack you across the face when yeah. you go outside oh yeah you get cold. weathered real yeah. fast like yeah. you look at your peers now and you're like dude you're the same age as me but like you look like it, yeah definitely because you're because of the weather yeah. right like, uh-huh. i hate being cold and you know caroline and i are discussing possibly later on in life moving to michigan so gross yeah it's gonna that's be great cold. yeah that's a different cold um I don't know. like i said though i've got as long as I'm I'm geared up for it, I'm fine. Hmm. You know. Well, I'm glad that nobody mentioned uh, Halloween, and we're going to table that. Yeah, boo. Uh, because two weeks from now should be our Halloween, Halloween special. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So I have one so fall we'll talk question about though. Uh, scary stories then. When when you get into the fall season, which way does like your movie watching? like habits go because a lot sometimes people go into like the wholesome family movies and everything and then other people like me i go directly (laughs) into the horror world okay well so that's an october thing though right yeah like you don't just do that through the fall you're you're not gearing up for like thanksgiving still watching jason Voorhees. no i'll probably still do i love horror movies i don't know like i watched my favorite um christmas movie was nightmare before christmas when i was a kid Mm -hmm. it leaks in like a little bit yeah absolutely yeah yeah Yeah, Right now, I'm kind of having a difficult time because this should be the beginning of hockey season. Mm. Um, but with you know the seasons and the and and sports being kind of shifted a little bit, um, I don't I don't necessarily watch a genre of movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do stick to a certain sport. Yeah, um, I will go like full on Christmas in December, mm-hmm. like when. Like December first, they Hallmark's start playing. Twenty-four days of Christmas, like yeah. every day religiously. But like classic stuff, right? Like I don't want to watch the two-hour uh, movie of yeah. you know some I, lady in the same Vermont romance story that, told. A night's yeah, Christmas is the one that was last year kept being advertised to me. I think it was a night's Christmas or something like that. Yeah, it's literally right. about a lady who went back in time in Christmas nights. No, like Christmas <laughs> vacation and, yeah. and Scrooge. Bill Murray, Scrooge. I don't know if you saw that. Oh one. yeah, you know, like like stuff like that. Um. Fall, and we get to we get to fall back, right? Uh, mm-hmm. You get the time change. I don't I don't know how much I like that. Like the, we need to do away with it. I'm yeah. surprised that it still exists. Yeah, because yeah. um, there are certain places where I think Arkansas. Doesn't. There are certain states that don't. Yeah, yeah and and do most it. of the rest of the world doesn't. Doesn't like it. Right. So like, we're just, why do we we're do holding this? on? <laughs> yeah, you know, just let it go. Yeah, because <laughs> I think it. And and if I'm wrong, tell me. I think it had something to do with farmers. When it was yeah, originated, no, right? that's exactly why. But yeah. now they have the equipment and stuff that they need that they can work, yeah, and right. it doesn't affect them that much. But I think that that should be a question at the debates, presidential debates. What will you do with the time what will change? You do with the... Because that's going to be my my main. That's your tipping yeah, point. Is that something exactly. the president can decide? Like, is that? I guess it would, I mean, I would it assume would, so. Is it like a federal law? Like. Uh, or at this point in well, time, is it like some uncertainty? No, it can't be because there's certain states that don't. It's not like a scientific law. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. No, just because it's, it's a federal law, doesn't marijuana, federally not legal, however, state of Colorado. Well, right, yeah. So, so like, I mean, it's not, there's certain states so that don't. So are you don't, asking but... for, for if 
I'm just it saying is abolish is daylight not savings. Gotten rid of you're asking for the governor to step in. Well, I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm curious who gets rid of daylight savings time. Like, is it? I don't know whose job it is, but I was going to say, is it something whoever just, it is to please we, do yeah, that? We as a people, when when is daylight savings? Since we know is all it, the most important people listen to this podcast, whoever you are that, that does year, this, yeah, change it. Yeah, please. This is on you. This is our your call to action. Could yep. <laughs> so uh, right about the same time, I'm, I'm trying to look it up. Uh, on my calendar to see when daylight savings is. Uh, this year we also have elections coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's going to be Tuesday, November third. If people are not tracking, and I can't stress enough how important it is to go out and exercise your right to vote. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm not doing this as endorsing one candidate or another i'm doing it from the perspective of it's your right mm-hmm. um and and exercise your right you know mm-hmm. what, whatever you back whatever you believe in mm-hmm. um then then cast your ballot and and, and for a lot heard. of us it was a hard-earned right for basically anybody who wasn't a landowning white male so it's it's a, a hugely important thing i mean my anxiety level goes up to like level 10 every time an election anything comes around i don't know why it stresses me out i get tired of hearing about it like so i'm totally with those people where sometimes it's like you know you know whatever your political beliefs are maybe you just don't connect with anybody but you still feel like you have to because it was a privilege that was earned for you and you'd be throwing it away if you didn't i'm one of those and you get very passionate i I, anytime we talk about it you get yeah. Very, very passionate about it. Whereas me, I'm just kind of like, I think it's very, very important to vote and I think you mm-hmm. should, but you're on a whole different level than yeah. I am. No, I take it super seriously. And it's right. really hard for me because I like don't want to endorse somebody that I don't completely agree with or something, but then I also feel like I have to. And so my, yeah, I, I, I will be in pure bliss once the election is just done. Like <laughs> it just needs to be done. But every four years, I feel like so, it impacts me pretty heavily. So this is your... To, to me, right, we'll do a comparison. This is your version of me watching the um, hockey during the Winter Olympics every four years. Sure. <laughs> right? Like that, I, I get stress levels get very high. I'm about to, she's about to throw something at me. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> You're no. comparing sports they're, they're to us <laughs> choosing who's getting. No, no, it's totally the they're same. Both, they're yeah, both I just agree. as important. Mm-hmm. I, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're unique, just like everybody mm-hmm. else now. <laughs> Um, I, I find it interesting and I, I think I was talking to my mother about this just recently how times have changed and I've been around long enough to watch things change to where you know you see people arguing over mail, mail-in ballots. Does it mm-hmm. work? Does it not work? I, I, I know from being in the military for decades I've, I've done absentee va- ballot yeah. by mail and the, mm-hmm. if you know the military can get it right, then yeah. I think yeah. everybody else can get <laughs> yeah. it. Right. Yeah. Um, but to watch the progression, when I first voted, way, way, way back when, there was something satisfying about going into the machine, pulling the curtain behind you, mm-hmm. yeah, and clicking and clicking, <laughs> yeah. and then double checking everything, and then pulling the lever like you're at you know a Las Vegas slot machine to lock mm-hmm. it in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, you fast forward and it's like a data pad 
Mm-hmm. And you're tap, 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 save. And I'm yeah. like, oh, there's no sad. Yeah. I didn't hear a ka anywhere in there. Like, yeah, pretty depressing. I, mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't mean to do this to make you feel old, but uh, I remember <laughs> going to a museum, quote unquote, <laughs> voting uh, in fifth grade. Yeah. Uh, I don't even remember who it was. I think it was Bush uh, and whoever Bush was going to be at the time. I don't remember. Um, but we all, as so a, you're talking about. You're talking about the dubs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I was around. I was around for his dad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I remember we we did like the legitimate, like a school election. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. no, Like we voted for the president. Wait. Hold on. Are you, are you admitting to no, no, no. You, something you, illegal here? No, no, no. You, no, no, no. you voted for a school poll. You could not cast a vote. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, it wasn't like an actual. But I remember, like, we as a school voted yeah, for we did that too. the real presidents yeah. and all that stuff. Okay, and, and whoever. Yeah, but yeah. it was like legitimate with the the booth that you're talking about and the curtain and the pen that you push the little thing in. Uh, and I, I remember thinking that it was so cool. As a, I felt very, very official. And, as a fifth grader. As a fifth Just, grader, yeah. As a fifth grader. Yeah. You understood, maybe you didn't, but I'm, I'm gonna throw the line out there and see if I can catch a fish. You, you understood the importance and the magnitude of voting. Uh, they actually had really because they were letting you push buttons. And no, they buttons. actually really reinforced <laughs> it. Was mm-hmm. It was, it was cool because the, the school itself, uh, right. Prairie Hills Elementary School, just to give them some kudos, um, they actually talked about it a lot and and made it very important to the kids because you honestly you can make anything important to kids if you talk about it the right way yeah um but they they made this very important and uh and they made it happen and it was you awesome. got a sticker I i'm sure i got a sticker kids love stickers and yeah. it's funny because you, you see adults taking pictures of it and posting it on with their, their social media. yeah, yeah. Like, not what i what i'm curious about is whether or not the person that won from that election was one because anybody knew anything about him or because people just liked his name more. I think it's right. based off of yeah. like what your parents are say, is telling. Cause like as a kid, I was just like, yeah, True. my parents are the smartest True. people. So what they think yeah. is probably what I think. Mm-hmm. But, um, and they, they, they are very smart. <laughs> it's not like that that's past tense. Okay. <laughs> um, but do you, do you, are you the type of person? Cause like Ethan, will obsessively like watch every debate. Like he gets really into it. He'll talk to me about it and everything. But for me, it's like a chore. Like I know I have to do it. I'll like bring up the gumption to watch the freaking debate. Mm -hmm. But like, I do not enjoy any minute of it. I don't want to do it, but I feel like I have to, to be educated. But like Ethan will just immerse himself in like the election cycle. And I can't see, (laughs) I I watch the debates. Mm -hmm. But I watch the debates because I enjoy political debate. I enjoy any kind of debate. I, I'm just weird. I'm wired that way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, if I could institute Robert's rules of order into how we run meetings and stuff like that, you know, it goes back to it harkens back to my days in, in the student government. Harkins, um, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> usage. Uh, I watch the debate because I like the format. I like. Um, it's like, like fencing, mm-hmm. right? I'll watch fencing, um, and it's fencing with words mm-hmm. and, and there's a, there's an art and there's a dance to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, did you watch the debate? I was about to ask you, yes. now that you've said that, and I, I don't want to go too far into this, but right, right. No, yeah. I'm not, I'm not endorsing and I'm not, yeah. I'm not singling out individuals, mm-hmm. but the debate 
as a whole, it, it upset me mm -hmm. because, um, you know, it's it's like watching somebody take take a uh, left turn and not put their turn signal on. It just irks me. Yeah, like absolutely. put your turn signal on. It's common courtesy. It's it's not hard either. Um, so when I watch the debate, I was actually explaining because my my ten year old wanted to watch it. Yeah, and that's and, good. And I said, great, you know, you're you have an interest in this. And she looked at me and she said, is this how this goes? And I said, uh, no, let me tell you how, you it know, the topic comes. is, it, it comes up and it goes <laughs> to an individual and the individual has their time limit. Then the other person, um, if they're not locked, meaning that that first person, you know, said everything that could be said and there's nothing more to be said. And you, you watch the movie Old School, right? When Will mm -hmm. Ferrell kind of blanks out and, um, mm -hmm. um, the raging Cajun has has nothing to come back with, and it and it goes back and forth, right? And and it was the process itself that I was like, oh man, I can't just watch grinding this your teeth just because of the process. I started yeah. with a full bottle of wine, ended with no wine. Like it was it was stress. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Not pleasant. I, I watched the the vice president debate. Um, How'd you it, feel about it, the fly? It came back. <laughs> I can't believe that that thing. I can't believe no one said anything. Yeah, come on. It it just that shows you how or where people place their interest. As far mm -hmm. as I'm concerned, mm -hmm. when the biggest thing that came out of that was a fly that landed yeah. on somebody's head. Yeah, mm -hmm. and and everything else is overlooked. Mm -hmm. We're we're heading the wrong way. Yeah, absolutely. You know, who yeah. gave the lieutenant the compass? We're going the wrong way. <laughs> well, that was such a big thing when colored television, in particular, but when television became a bigger thing. Um, there, I watched this whole documentary about how it changed the layout of marketing campaigns for presidential mm -hmm. candidates and stuff. Because before that, you know, there would be still images of these people you know, posted or whatever, and people could kind of see like who they were, but you never saw them like in the flesh, yeah. like talking about, so it became so much more important, like how they present and like how they speak, if they're eloquent right. and like all of those things, it was and, just such a bigger deal. And the, and the knowledge of topic. Yeah. You know, that's, that's a big thing to me. The knowledge of topic, let's stay, let's, you know, focus on the task and show off therein. Mm-hmm. Um, when they come back and do fact checks afterwards, I hate that. They're like, oh, fact check. And there it's like, dude, it, there is an importance behind checking facts, but mm -hmm. if they're off by a couple numbers and mm -hmm. you know, yeah, right. they're closer than, than most people. Yeah. They're, they're <laughs> so I just, I'm in the mindset of, and this is how I am about a lot of things. Like if you don't know the fact, just say you don't know it. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. don't make something up. Now, if you if you are like you said, if you if you have some general knowledge about it, and you and are a couple numbers off, right? Whatever, right? Like you you yeah. still have more knowledge than I did, right? But right. like there's if, there's if you're a difference just, between a four digit grid and a ten digit grid. Yeah. Like you yeah. know, if we're if we're dropping rounds somewhere, mm -hmm. you you want it to be as precise. Mm -hmm. But but if if you're not even going to be close, like, and I think that that's something that I just in politics as a whole I've noticed is rather than just say, huh, interesting. I'm not sure, but I can find out something that we in the military have been told to say <laughs> over and over, over right? and over at a, at a board. There's mm -hmm. nothing wrong Sergeant with that. Major, I might not brain. know the answer to your question, but I will research it and get back to you, Sergeant Major. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Same concept. I don't like, I don't understand why rather than taking the time to provide accurate information at a later date or a later time, 
Right. Why do you make something up on the spot that's totally wrong when you know that these fact checks are coming? Yeah. Right? They're going to happen. Some some 12-year-old is on the internet fact checking you as you say it. Mm -hmm. oh. You know. So the people that are like professionals at it, they're going to find the right answer. 60% of the time it works 100% of the time. 100%. Yeah. Um, I made two map reading references in there. I didn't mean to. I must be getting ready to teach a land navigation course or something. <laughs> I like that nav. Um, but. I think what's making this election, this particular election, like even more exhaustive though, is that the like the level of animosity on social media is like just terrible. Like it yeah. just is, it's constant. You can't go just to look at like, just to mindlessly scroll or something without being bombarded with everybody being angry about something. And so I think social media for me is something that's like also just well, making it so much more I, I drawn have out. You have to laugh because everybody, you know, between pandemic and election mm -hmm. and you, know, you grow, you grow up with these people or, you know, these people, um, mm -hmm. very well or family members, whatever. And you think to yourself, well, I don't remember you taking a political science course or, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or you people know, that you don't social know justice well. warriors and, and doctors and all kinds of degrees must have been handed out during the pandemic that right. I'm not aware of. Right. Yeah. But like, or there's people that you don't know well. Like what's weird to me is there's people that maybe I met while I was in college or something, added them on Facebook because we had, you know, a, we're in a club together or something. And now it's like, I know this super intimate part of their life because they post everything that, about their political beliefs or about, you know, their positions in life or something. And it's like this person that I really don't know, but I do know right. a lot you of the like, you personal them, parts of them. Yeah. Like yeah. kind of crazy, which I mean, you know, the test of true friendship is to be able to have those differences and look past it and say, mm -hmm. okay, you know, if, if there's no malicious intent or attacking or anything like that, and you, you are yeah. entitled to your rights and your opinions and, right. and I'm entitled to mine. Mm -hmm. Um, and just because we are entitled to these rights and opinions, doesn't mean uh, this is, this is my personal opinion. You can disagree with it, but just cause you, you're entitled to those rights and opinions, it doesn't mean it actually matters <laughs> in the, in the long term. you know, so many people, and I think social media has done that to, uh, people where, where just because you can post something, you think it actually like matters. Yeah. Well, it's a big impact. Yeah. I think it's because there's obviously you post something that enough people see, there's going to be people that agree with you. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then people get that it's validation. Gonna confirm your, from it. Yeah. yeah. And so they're all of a sudden they're like, Oh, I must be super knowledgeable about this. And it's like, even though sometimes it's like, no, you're all just idiots. Well, yeah. I want to talk to you about it because I I've known since we met that you didn't have any social media accounts, but I never asked you why. So what's your perspective? Like, was it because of stuff like this where you were like done with it suddenly? Um, or did you ever have them to begin with? So I had a MySpace. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Way back Now I'm the one saying the old <laughs> I know, I'm going to stay out of that one. Yeah. You're old. Um, <laughs> I had a MySpace and I had a Facebook for about a year, I believe. Mm. What, uh, hold on, um, put a pin in it. What's your MySpace song? Yes. Oh God, I, I have to remember now. And background. So this was. And who were your top so friends? So <laughs> I just want you just want to know that song. Tom is obviously my, my top friend. Uh, right, Tom was the first the uh, MySpace yeah, guy, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. um, <clears throat> my my background. Remember this? I was in like, I think like seventh grade, 
uh, when I created this. My background was like the Matrix uh, code that you see in those movies. You okay, oh yeah, gosh. with the um, but the, the like the binary green, yeah, binary lime green, green you know, neon code. It was that, down but on. with with dollar signs. Oh my god! Oh yeah! Uh, oh, that's right. Because we talked about this before. He was Thug Life. And I, I was Thug Life. Yeah. He was yeah. Thug life. So my my MySpace song. I'm I'm I went back and forth between like Lincoln Park, uh -huh. um, to like Tech Nine. Okay. Like it, it would <laughs> it would go back and forth. Wow. Um, but anyway. So I yeah I derailed you. Let's, let's yeah. Go. So MySpace. I don't you know I, like I said, it was seventh grade. I, I was around with MySpace. For a couple of years, not really even knowing what it was, because it was it was the, I think, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think it was one of the, the first big social media mm -hmm. sites, right? Like there there were forms of social media, but it wasn't like that. No, mm -hmm. it, yeah, that was yeah, that was one yeah. of the first. Um, so it was it was something that I didn't fully understand. I didn't really ever get into. Uh, and maybe that's why also I'm not that into social media anyway, because I never really got invested to it from the get go. Right. But then I got a Facebook and I had that for about a year and it got to the point where every single time I got on Facebook, um, first of all, I, I realized that I was posting things that I would read later and be like, I regret that either one, I regret that I posted that or two, I wouldn't care about that if I read somebody else post that. Mm -hmm. So it, it didn't make sense for me to post things because it was it was irrelevant in my mind. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other thing was I never got on Facebook. I, I never got off of Facebook in a better mood than I did when I got on it. Oh, that's hmm. really self-aware of you. Um, yeah. So a thug life teenager. Um, well, <laughs> so, so no, I, I had Facebook. Somebody became a licensed therapist during I had graduated during high school when I had Facebook. <laughs> oh, okay. I was, uh, I had it for, I was actually already in the military. Whoa. Uh, I had it for like the First year that I was in the military, I believe. Gotcha. Uh, maybe the second, because I was in Cuba the first year. So, uh, yeah, it's the second year. But I, yeah, I, I had the realization that I was never in a better mood afterwards than I than I was before. Mm -hmm. um, and I kind of started to read through it and everything. I realized it was because there was so much garbage yeah. and, and and like animosity. You already used that word. Mm -hmm. Like there's, it's everywhere. Mm -hmm. And sprinkled in in those things is is some form of good news but mm -hmm. outside of that it was everyone complaining uh and even now like sometimes caroline will, will pull things off of social media and show it to me and or like memes she'll pull memes and she'll show me memes and every once in a while i'm like why is it it's all of these memes are just people complaining what, what is this mm -hmm. meme <laughs> this meme <laughs> it's, it's meme is that and i understand they're meant to gif? be jokes does it actually move right <laughs> i understand gif? they're meant to be jokes but obviously they they come from some form of anger you know, true feeling right mm -hmm. and it's so many of them are people just complaining yeah and i'm like what are you doing to fix the problem though yeah you know like if you complain and do nothing nothing's being accomplished and i think social media has given people that platform to complain and then do nothing have you seen either of you have you seen the social dilemma yet mm -mm. i have not Highly yeah. recommend. He has. Of course he has. Okay. So, but <laughs> so, yeah, I would say that's probably why even to this day, I, you know, cause sometimes people get rid of their Facebook and then they get it again a couple of years later and they, oh, it's so I keep up with my family or whatever. Right. If my family wants to keep up with me, they can give me a phone call. Have you ever See, thought about deleting it? That's funny that, that he says that. Uh -huh. um, I, I did think about deleting social media at one point, but then I realized 
I don't use it for a specific agenda. I was one of those people that started uh, using social media to keep up with family mm -hmm. um, back in the East Coast or, or friends throughout the world, you know, um, just to just to show them what's going on in my life. Yeah. You know, especially when when we started having kids. Um, now that, you know, family is is moving or has moved closer, that that need to share pictures all the time isn't really there. Yeah. Um, so I've transitioned into like I've I've got uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you know, and and I use it more in a joking mm. way. Um, you know, I, I'll post funny things. It's it's never anything serious, and you'll never see me take a side with mm -hmm. a serious topic um, just to avoid that confrontation. You know, um, the most serious I think I get is like retweeting Grateful Dead or, or lacrosse mm -hmm. things. Um, I thought about deleting it at one point, but then I, I realized that it doesn't, it doesn't control me. It doesn't consume me. Um, so there's no harm, no foul mm -hmm. right now. But I, I, I think, and I did it accidentally, but I, it worked out in uh, my best interest. Because when you look at what we're allowed to do and what we're not allowed to do as federal employees, mm -hmm. Um, I'm, I'm looking at the, the hatch act for, uh, social media here and, and some of the things that we can't do, uh, or should not be doing on our social media as members of the military. I see a lot of people doing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so here, so here's some of the things that we're looking at, right. When I'm looking at the, uh, quick down and dirty of it, right. We can't like share or retweet a post that solicited solicits. Political contributions, including invitations to fundraising events. Uh, you can't post, uh, man, you can't post. You can't post or tweet a message that solicits political contributions or invites people to a fundraising event. Uh, it kind of looks like it mirrors the one right above it. Yeah, real quick before we go any further, I want to clarify, this is not just talking about like, like an army or oh, a military social media. This is personal social media, right? Correct. This yeah. is what you can't do on your own personal right. social media websites. Similar to you have the right to protest, right? Sergeant Willis can can go down to Denver and join the protest. However, mm -hmm. you cannot go down there as a representative of the United States military in uniform. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To to, you know, show a a um, stance on one side or the other. Yeah. If that if that makes sense, you know. So yeah, this is this is also your personal accounts uh, for social media. Um, you can't use your official title or position when posting messages directed at the success or failure of a political party candidate in a partisan race or partisan political group. Now, I'm not, but I know people who are. Oh yeah. Maybe unaware of that, or mm. maybe don't care. You know, I don't know. <laughs> um, totally. That's a, that's a big one right there, right? Mm -hmm. You can't send to subordinates or a subset of friends uh, that includes subordinates any message that's directed at the success or failure of a political party, candidate in a partisan race or partisan political group. You know, there's things like this that I wasn't aware of when I was creating social media and thankfully my personality yeah. 
Like I never evil, yeah. Yeah, you know? Yeah, I literally didn't know about it until you showed it to me today. I mean, I always assumed that there were limits and that it, you know, it's important obviously to watch what you're posting on social media and whatever as a person in uniform, but Absolutely. Right. Uh yeah. But um no, I didn't know that they were to this extent and I'm just really grateful that I'm the type of person to be like a third party observer anyway like so i'm sorry i just was reading through this and i looked at number nine and i can only imagine how many people have done this like follow or friend the social media account of a political party candidate in a partisan mm -hmm. race or partisan political group yeah. so what you're mentioning right there is something that that somebody may not do on duty or at work specifically on duty or at work so now what I was I was mentioning things that they may not do in their social media at yeah. any time now now you could play in the gray right and I'm I'm talking to a recruiter here you could play in the gray and say well I'm a soldier and I'm on duty 24 that's gonna that was my next question you know I'm like technically does that apply to you know these active duty soldiers who again 24 7 you're on duty I'm curious what the actual right. you know uh, outcome that's, would be from that's the hatch that. act that we're referring to uh if, if people didn't catch that um when i when i first mentioned it and it has nothing to do with hatch green chilies uh, <laughs> must be getting close to lunchtime or something yeah. that was a shame for me <laughs> but yeah chilies. look that look that up i advise people to look that up because yeah. as soldiers as members of the military as airmen marines uh, whatever you fall into, mm -hmm. you know, you, you take an oath to support and defend the Constitution of the United States of America. Yeah. Um, that that is kind of the the big wording that that we're looking at, and you still have rights, but you should definitely be aware of what your rights are when it mm -hmm. comes to things, say, including social media. Mm -hmm. Um, because social media is a recent thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The constitution wasn't really thinking about Instagram, Facebook, and things like that. So what, you know, what are your rights as a citizen, but how are they different when you're a federal employee or a member of the military? Well, and I want to hit on that real quick here. Um, because it's something that I've actually had recruits or, or uh, uh, applicants ask me when they're in the office. What rights do I lose? Is mm -hmm. It's usually what they ask me. Right. And I want to I hit this real quick. You don't lose any rights. You have all these rights. It's just you're now part of a professional business, more or less, mm -hmm. I think is a good way to look at it. And just like any other professional business, uh, you know, we... You have to represent not only yourself, but the business now. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so you're not losing any rights. You're just, you you represent more than just yourself now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and in case people don't know, back on the social media thing here, uh, when you go in for a job interview at a large corporation, business, whatever, even smaller ones, a lot of the time yeah. they look at your social media. Mm -hmm. They want to know what you're like outside of that job interview right and they look back a ways and if you're posting things on there because this is a public realm you know you are you are electing to let everyone else see this for all time right when you post it on a social media yeah 
So when they look at that and you don't get the job because of something that you said three years ago, you know, so you at the end of the day, you really have no one to blame but yourself, but definitely think about that. And and I've known recruiters to Facebook stock. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just to collect information. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's amazing um, what people put up, put out about themselves on yeah. these social media websites. Right. Yeah. And um, on, on the other side, I've had recruits that have tried to add me or applicants that have tried to add me. And I'm, that's a mm, no. Right. But, um, I mean, no, nothing against you, but it's a hard pass. Yeah. hard pass. Because <laughs> you know? like, OK, if you know, if you have a working profile, then that's fine. But on my personal, no, thanks. But I mean, a big part of that is because. I don't have anything on my profile that I would be afraid for employers to like see or anything like that. But it's just kind of like a really personal side of your life that really is super accessible to people. If you like give them, I mean, all of my like um, privacy settings are like you have to be Max friends with me to um, yeah. or friends with someone who is friends with me to add me and stuff and like that. And that's a smart way to go. Yeah. But um, but anyway, it's just like. There, once you let people see that, then it's like such a private part of your life from so far back that they can access just, you know, within a couple of minutes. And that's just kind of creepy. Yeah. So know your rights. Know your rights. Uh, did I just quote The Clash? I think probably. That, I don't know what that is. Sure. The, you don't know what The Clash is? No. Should I know? He doesn't know. Oh. You gotta I'm, stop this, man. I'm, I think I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. You just shut the end up. Off. You're just hurting yourself. That's all it's happening. All right. So, everybody that's in uniform, everybody that's interested, and if you're interested in the topic, if you're interested in putting on the uniform, uh, definitely research what your rights are and and how they might be um, changed when when you do put on the uniform. Uh, Sergeant Dostal needs to research the clash. Uh, <laughs> and Willis. British. He didn't know it either. See, he's the reason that he's not saying that I need to research, research it is because I already Because he's already looking it oh. up. I could see him <laughs> over here. Um, everybody else, we're back. It's a new season. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going we're gonna to talk about Sergeant Willis's favorite horror movies on a Halloween episode. Uh, but in the meantime, I urge you, Sergeant Dossel urges you, to grab your pumpkin spice latte, put on your flannel, and on November 3rd, mm -hmm. or previous to that, get out and exercise your right to vote. Mm -hmm. And the, just to, just in case you missed it earlier, the Hatch Act, for those of you that are currently in uniform, that's that social media guideline. Yep, check it out. Yeah. So, thank you, Sergeant Willis. Thank you, Sergeant Dostal. Mm -hmm. It's always great to get with you guys and ramble on. Um, for everybody else, if if you like what you heard, uh, if you're ready to join us in supporting and defending the Constitution of the United States of America, um, reach out. Give us a like. Subscribe. Tell your friends about us. We're, we're generating some traction around here. So uh, you can say that you were with us, you know, from day one. So again, get out and vote. That is a very serious thing. Uh, and we will see you next time in the back of the MRAP. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the MRAP. Join the conversation on our social media channels, and we'll see you in the next episode.